Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Biz Time with Asia. I think this is episode 219. I'm not doing the best job of keeping track, but I'm just having a great time. So I'm sitting here with Paige, and we are Skyping with someone super special, but I'm let you guys introduce yourselves. Paige, hello. Good morning. Hi, ladies. I'm Paige. Um, Paige Schmidt. I'm a health coach and blogger, and we're here with my business partner and one of my best friends. Well, actually, Asia and Sydney are like both my best Stop friends. It. Stop <laughs> it. Um, and Simi is my partner in Finally Free program, which we're going to talk lots about today. Awesome. Hi, guys. I'm so glad to be here with you. Thank you for having me. I am Simi. And just excited to be like pseudo in California this morning yeah. via Skype. We're pretending. <laughs> we're pretending we're all hanging out together. Paige like, we need to be doing this like all the time so we can just like all hang out. Dude, if it was like us and like Amy, we would just have like the best podcasting experience ever. Oh my gosh, Simi and Asia or Amy need to meet. Yes, <laughs> we need to like combine the worlds. Skype me anytime. Yeah, dude, we're like all across the country. Like, we're all so spread out. This is crazy. We need to, like, God, the the beauty of the internet, you guys. I know. This is just fabulous. I love it. Well, what we're talking about today, and I, this is something that I don't talk about super a ton on, like, my personal channels, but that is, like, a really big part of my life. Like, if you were to have a conversation with me in person, is nutrition. Um, So when John and I met, he was a naturopathic nutritionist, and so it was such a big part of, like, our relationship building and a huge part of me starting my own business because at the same time I was starting my business, I was, I started going paleo and I started, like, really understanding that the way, the things I ate, like, affected my energy levels, which sounds, like, very basic, but was something I literally didn't know Mm -hmm. before I had, like, learned a lot of these things um and yeah like I said if you have a conversation with me in person it's like one of the top three things I talk about he's like oh I'm trying keto or I do this or blah 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 blah. um and I feel like I have like a very healthy relationship with it and I think a lot of that also has to do with like you coming into my life like a year and a half almost two years ago I think it's just like a year and a half we'll pretend it feels like a decade ago um and just making me very aware of not just like what I eat because I feel like John has like the scientific part of it down um but like being like it's okay if you don't do it perfectly or it's okay if whatever. Um, And it's really put me more in touch with that, which I've been thinking so much recently about how much like brain space anything takes up in our life. Like I thought about it when John and I got engaged. I was like, oh my God, I think about this a lot. Like I think about us being engaged a lot, a lot, a lot. And when I could be like thinking about like other things and food is something that takes up so much brain space and we have to be thinking about it, preparing for it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. When like I would rather be spending that brain space like on other things. And so this, like what we'll be talking about today is so helpful to reserve our like energy and our brain space, et cetera, for the things that like not that food doesn't matter, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but that can be growing us in, like, a better way, especially as, like, business owners or as students or as people who are just, like, busy in general, which is, like, 100% of the population. It's so nice not to have to, like, overthink and stress about food because it's something we do all day, every day, and it's really, really nice to have some, like, systems in place to make you feel good about it so you're not stressing about it all the time. Yes. And I'm sure you guys experience this, I mean, so much. Like, being individual health coaches, this is literally what you guys do. <laughs> so, like, what do you guys think are, like, the big biggest stressors for like busy people when it comes to food stuff well first of all what you're talking about like thinking about food all the time and not Mm -hmm. you know you have so many other things that you want to focus on I feel like that's one of like the main reasons why we created finally free is because we've both experienced focusing on food like having it take up 95 percent of our brain space at one time And saw how much that can take away from other areas of your life. Yes. And so with Finally Free, like, our whole goal is to help you find more joy 
freedom and ease with food and in your mm-hmm. life. So give us a rundown of Finally Free in general for those of you guys who don't know. Yes. Sim, you want to share? Sure. So Finally Free is our intuitive virtual coaching program and community where we are bringing women together to help them ditch diets and learn how to connect with their bodies, Mm -hmm. their personal needs, um, how to eat, what to eat, how to interact with food in a way that works for, for themselves without needing to follow like certain external rules or shoulds. Because like Paige mentioned, we both had, um, we both had many years of our lives that we spent really trying to to diet or fit into certain boxes and beating ourselves up like when we felt like we failed because yeah. we would break not have a perfect day or something like that. And then um, ultimately that like restriction and the confines of diets led us to binge eat. Mm-hmm. And so the women who a lot of the women who come to us have um, been dieting or restricting and feeling really um, unhappy in their relationship with food. Yeah. And feeling like because of all of the rules and the obsessive nature of it, that it is taking up so much of their mental space. Totally. But through the twelve, um, through the twelve sessions of Finally Free, they are video coaching sessions, and they come with um, worksheets and guided goals. Through those twelve sessions and our virtual online community, and then also the live coaching calls that we do with our members, mm-hmm. um, we're really working to take the take the women who are in our community from that diet mentality and good food versus bad food and diet rules and restriction to a place where they can really listen to their bodies, check in with themselves and have a relationship with food that honors their bodies and their lives. So they have more, more mental, emotional freedom to, and physical freedom to experience the other areas and the other joys in their lives yes. more. Yes. Totally. Such a good way of putting it instead of being like, there are other important things. <laughs> like, right. Well, that's like, really what it's like. There yeah. are. Mm-hmm. There are. Mm-hmm. Totally. And like you said, like food is an important piece to focus on. Mm-hmm. And like we want to be able to nourish our bodies and feel healthy and have energy and like – Great food, like I always think of strawberries when I think of like great food because I'm like strawberries, strawberries are like grown from the earth. <laughs> like they they you just see your face right now. Here. Grown I'm from so the earth. I'm so excited about strawberries. <laughs> like you, the color is amazing. They're mm-hmm. so pretty. You can mm. actually eat the leaves. I didn't know that. Yes, it's amazing. Can. Try it. Yeah, okay. I've, I've, never, I've never eaten the leaves either. I didn't you know that. You totally yeah. can. I heard this through our health coach training program, and I remember going to the farmers market with my dad, and I got a strawberry nut. Like, I'm gonna eat the whole the thing whole with thing the leaves. Just <laughs> it in my mouth. And it was, so it cool. was good. Like, oh, cool. it's great. And then someone else told me, like, yeah, save the leaves and sprinkle them like on salads. I'm like, what is what happening? in the world? Um, okay. But I just make a whole salad with just like the leaves of strawberry. Totally. Like, strawberry leaves. Salad. That's such a salad. decadent salad. That's <laughs> totally, so funny. Totally. But like what we teach in Finally Free is that food is allowed to be a big part of our lives. And mm-hmm. it's like allowed to, we're allowed to find so much pleasure in food. Mm-hmm. It just shouldn't be our only pleasure. Totally. Like totally. We should be able to focus on all those other pieces of yes. life <clears throat> that we enjoy so much and want to give our attention yes. to. And like I feel like most of the time when you're focusing on food, when when you are noticing, I think a lot about food. It's not like, I think a lot about strawberries and how beautiful they are. You know, it's like, exactly. oh my God, I feel so stressed. Like, I don't know what to have. Like, yes. do they have anything at Starbucks that I can eat? Because I got five minutes. I'm like, we got to go. And Absolutely. I'm like really stressed. Why do you guys think specifically that it's so important for like business owners or people who are like very busy to know how to eat intuitively? Like, what do you think the unique struggles are for business owners in this way? 
The first thing that comes to my mind is that intuitive eating is something that you take everywhere Mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. I saw a blog post one time where someone wrote about how intuitive eating, like, eventually just turns into normal eating. Right. And, like, that is so true. So it's not something that, like, only fits certain places that you go. It's Mm -hmm. like you can listen to your body Anywhere. anywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. You can show up to Starbucks and scan everything that they have and just decide, like, what sounds good? What would feel good for me right mm-hmm, now? And mm-hmm. you're considering both parts, like what would sound good and what would, would feel, feel good, good to my body? What yeah. would help me feel the way I want to feel? Mm-hmm. If, for example, no shame against bagels, but like if I'm looking at a bagel and I'm like, that looks good, but that wouldn't feel good. Right. Maybe it wouldn't be like the best choice yes. to choose in the moment, yes. but something else like that looks good. And I think I could feel good or this amount of that thing, yes. like half of that thing would yes. make me feel good. I totally agree. So the first thing that comes to my mind is that it's something that fits with you everywhere you go. Everywhere, yeah. And, like, business owners, busy people, like, are forever, like, you're changing a lot. Like, when you think of somebody who's busy, you're not like, oh, like I said, in my office for 25 hours a day. Like, you're kind of on the go. You're moving around. It's, like, so important. And I feel like, oh, my God, I just lost my train of thought. But with intuitive eating, it's so much better than to be like, oh, my God, I have to remember these, like, so, these like rules and, like, think exactly. about it. And people with, like, paleo and with keto and those kind of things, I feel like are like, oh, my God, I just don't know the freaking rules. Like, I just don't. Like, it's, like, another thing I have to keep track of. And it's, like, very stressful. Yeah, does this fit here? Yes. Does it fit? Does it fit? <laughs> and I feel like when you're training yourself to, like, listen to your body, like, then you have, like, all the rules within you. <laughs> That's mm-hmm, what it's mm-hmm. like. God, I feel so yogi saying that. Um, I... I have to say that I feel like without intuitive eating, I would not have even started my business. Mm. The whole process of like discovering intuitive eating and learning how to listen to my body and like learn how to trust my like body signals mm-hmm. and what good that that was like such a huge moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, I have like knowledge within me to know what is right for me. Yeah, and explore that and go with it. And I feel like that um, that like listening and trusting action then translated like to my whole business where I was like, Oh my gosh, I can like ask myself, not just like what I want to eat or what would feel good to my body. I can ask myself like, what do I want to do and what would feel good to my life? Mm-hmm. And now I will start this business. And there's so many things about so many things about intuitive eating that I feel like translate to having your own business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's, recognizing that you what works for someone else might not work for you right you can trust yourself you just that like comparison really um can steer you off of like the mm-hmm. track that's right for you and doesn't like contribute in positive ways when we're talking about our body or what we're eating and definitely like when we're talking about our businesses so I not only think that obviously intuitive eating can help you feel better physically and even emotionally and mentally around food but I actually think it can help you to feel um, even more present and creative and yourself in your right, own Right, in any capacity. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I think about this in two ways. Like you guys, you're, I've heard so often from Paige that health coaching is like so little about food. And mm-hmm. it's like so much about everything else. And this like – in this intuitive eating thing really gets you in touch with like trusting yourself for mm-hmm. one um, and just knowing that like you have like everything that you kind of need like within you to make the best decisions for yourself and I feel like knowing that about yourself and being able to act on that is so 
like empowering I would say um yes. like with your and it's really like it so reminds me of like the very first episode of the season like paying attention to your life and like there are so many things within your life that not control is like ugh, not like super loving that word in this topic um but like that you do essentially have control over mm-hmm. that you are like able to adjust course like based on like yourself and just like you were saying with business to be like oh I can do things differently than other people and that's okay and that's what works for me and like what mm-hmm. a great way to like live your life in every facet of your life I love that so much totally and Paige and I are always talking about um our coaches told us there's no such thing as failure only feedback maybe for you it doesn't have to be a failure it can be something where you're like I'm going to get really curious with that get some feedback from that experience so that I can be intentional about moving forward in a way that feels better for myself totally and I feel like that principle totally translates to business as well and it's like one of those 100 yeah and I think that's like been something that I can like like steering off into the business thing, like really appreciate about like trying new things. And like you feel mm-hmm. less scared about trying new things when you're like, I'm just going to see what it's like. And then I'm going to literally take feedback from it. For example, we're doing an event tonight um, called BYOB Build Your Own Business. Has Paige told you about it? Yes. And I like wish I could be there so badly. Oh it sounds Amazing. We're gonna we're gonna do it like several times, so you definitely have to come down. Yes. More, even more reason for you to come down. Um, but we're Perfect. doing like a live Q and A panel with people who live in Slow um, about starting their own businesses, and we like this time we're like this is gonna be just like the first go round, and we're gonna see how it goes, and then we're gonna like do. We already know there's gonna be things we're gonna do differently next time, mm-hmm. and it's so nice to go into anything feeling that way like it's just an experiment yeah it's just exactly it's just an experiment like we're just gonna see how it goes I'm learning so many interesting things back to food about this kind of thing because since I I did keto like pretty intensely for like six weeks and I love 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 loved it so 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 much and Mm -hmm. so now kind of playing with like what that really like now what that looks like sustainably because keto is pretty strict and so I knew that like it wouldn't be something I could do my whole life um and so the other day like I had a milkshake I felt horrible I felt horrible I get this from Paige um her horribles are very specific horrible they always make fun of me for how I say horrible so I love it when I catch them doing it horrible um I did not feel good and I would have felt I think I never had a milkshake before and I'm like I did not feel good after that milkshake but this was the first time I was like yeah I feel like shit and I was like okay cool duly noted like milkshakes (laughs) not my jam um cookies on the other hand totally fine and maybe even if I did feel like crap out of cookie I wouldn't care because cookies are my jam um but it's it's so interesting to like it also things change and I think that's something else with intuitive eating is like even with like keto which I love I love I loved I was eating so much dairy that my skin broke out really badly and I'm like things are are changing now like mm-hmm. I can do keto I could do keto for six weeks and I can eat as much dairy as I want that's fine from now on though that was an experiment how that was gonna go I will not be eating that much dairy because my skin's a freaking disaster and so like things change and you just like learn new things about how to go and paying attention to yourself in that instead of being like oh like I don't know, having to see these other things, you're like, that doesn't really affect me. Like, I know that, like, even with within paleo, um, some people have problems with beans, for example. I have zero problems with beans. But if I was like, oh, I can't eat beans because they're not paleo, I'd be like, right. well, that's kind of a bummer. Just you know? creating, like, made-up food rules. Yeah. Um, also, the way that you talked about how you responded to the milkshake, like, oh, that didn't feel good. Like, that's the kind of mentality that we want people to be able to have. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that just didn't feel good. Not like, oh, I suck. I can't believe I had a milkshake. I broke uh-huh. every rule. I can't believe that I did yeah, that. Yeah. It's just literally experimenting with, like, 
this is just food. Mm-hmm. You're having it, putting it into your body. Like, let's just see how it feels. Right, right. And I think a big thing that's important about that is because there's a lot of things that, like, we, like, and this is from a more scientific, the less, like, intuitive eating thing, is that, like, there's a lot of shit we shouldn't be eating. Like, whether or not we think it feels good, it, we shouldn't be eating it. And I think that paying attention to what does make you feel good and the difference between, like, that makes me feel good, that made me feel kind of neutral, but it's like, but do I really just want to be feeling neutral, like, after my food? Mm-hmm. And, like, knowing those things about yourself, it takes a little bit more paying attention, I think, to because that's what – because you're saying, like, pay attention to this. And you have, like – um how do you guys, like, how do you guys train people into intuitive eating? Because I feel like it's maybe not note-taking, but there's, like, some sort of tracking thing that you can do to pay attention to what makes you feel good. Um, well, like, like an actual, like, sort mm-hmm, of tracking mm-hmm. thing. Like, in our Finally Free Master Planner, for example, we have, like, where you can write down breakfast, lunch, snack, yeah. dinner type thing and write your hunger and fullness. Um, and you can pay attention in that way. Yes. Like, when I started, I just, like journaled a little bit about mm-hmm. how I felt mm-hmm. um, and I think the biggest thing is just remaining curious yeah and also like not making anything off limits like back to the milkshake like if you have a milkshake once and it means and you recognize that you don't feel good mm-hmm. it does not mean that now you can never have a milkshake right again. right it means maybe next time you go out for a milkshake with friends like you'll share it with someone right um, and that's also not a rule it's like yes. as you're drinking it, you'll start to begin to notice like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little bit different. Now I can stop, like, now you stick can it stop. in the freezer, give it to someone else. Yes. Like know that I can get another one tomorrow if I want it. Right, right. Um, and just keeping so much permission. Yes. Um, and even with like knowing that you shouldn't eat certain things, it's changing the mentality to like um, instead of like I can't have that cookie that mm-hmm. someone bought from the grocery store because – it's not going to nourish me. It's like, how would I feel if I actually had that cookie? And from there, like, do I want it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. See me, how and did I, you f- – go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I, no, I had a question for you. With, like, the nourishment too, like, there are definitely times where I feel like something may not provide, like, a whole load of, like, physical nourishment. Mm-hmm, but sometimes mm-hmm. in the moment it's like, no, this is, like – this is nourishment on a different level. Totally, totally. Where it's like, okay, my friend's having a birthday and there's this like birthday cake. There probably isn't like a <clears throat> nourishment cake, but it feels so nourishing mm-hmm. to be part of this moment and like be like really present in this moment and like have some of this cake. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that um, that was something that I really had to work on in my own relationship where I was like, all right, there is – I kind of think of it as like a like a bell curve almost. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of like intentionality and like checking in with myself and doing things that feel nourishing that is good. And then there's a certain amount that almost like pushes it over that bell curve. Yeah. Like and now it's too much and it's like not beneficial anymore. Yeah. So I think it's just like figuring out what your balance is of like checking in with yourself and asking like what feels good and also paying attention not only to like the physical nourishment but Mm -hmm. also like does this feel mentally nourishing or does this feel like mentally restrictive Mm -hmm. because I know for me personally and I think a lot of people who have a history of intense dieting even something even something that feels like mentally restrictive even if you aren't technically like physically restricting can be triggering Mm -hmm. for me it's even like going into every situation and being like I have full permission to eat anything that's here Um, and there's like nothing that's off limits and there's nothing that's going to make me like a bad person if Mm -hmm, I eat this, mm -hmm. make me feel like I've done anything wrong. And then from there, like asking the questions of what would feel good to me? Like, how do I want to feel and what would be in alignment with that? 
and not just physically, but also like mentally and emotionally and socially. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think each one of us, like intuitive eating is such a, is such a unique journey. Each one of us is in our, has our own personal history and our own totally. things that are triggering. Um, and so that like wouldn't be true for, for everyone. But I know for me that like some, especially in the beginning, like even something that was like mentally restrictive, even if it wasn't physically restrictive was enough to like make me want to binge on something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Totally, totally. Um, I know that a lot of people listening and like this is how I felt too is like oh my god if I walk into a party and like give myself to tell myself I can eat anything that I want there Mm -hmm. like what if I eat everything in sight Mm -hmm. so like what would you say walking into the party and giving yourself permission to eat anything that you want at the party like what does that actually do for you it it allows me to have freedom to connect with what I would really, really love and what would really, really feel good And to you're me. not just like, oh, my God, this is the only opportunity I have exactly. to eat these things. So I have to. Yes, yes. Totally. It, like, takes any pressure off to do something that, like, wouldn't feel good to, mm-hmm. to my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that. And I, again, like, go ahead. Oh, taking it back to finally free, like, these are all the kind of things that we – talk about and mm-hmm. like all of these fears that we have are so normal mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I had that fear so big like oh my god if I give myself permission to eat everything I'm, I'm just going eat to everything eat everything all the time. yeah yeah and like we teach you how that's not true and that's not actually what yeah. will happen but also is like such a normal fear to have right and we've all experienced it just like thinking about the fact that you guys have made like literal careers successful careers on like this means it's so normal for people to like have these problems totally because like you guys are continuously working with people who are like facing these fears and with the um with the like thinking that you can eat everything thing I know that one thing that was helpful for me when I was doing well not one before I was doing keto because keto makes it very easy not to do sugar because you have so much energy um and you just like stop craving it at some point but before when I was like really need to cut down like I'm having like an apple fritter from Starbucks every day for <laughs> literally no reason I'd be like I'm just not gonna have it now and if I want to do it tomorrow then I will have it tomorrow like that's fine it's not like I can never have it ever again and that made me not do it every time because I was like well then I can have it tomorrow I can have it tomorrow and it's been like that now I'm realizing the only thing that I will like indulge in based on like a um scarcity mindset would be like when we go to France I'm gonna eat every croissant in sight I just can't wait because they're very different in France than they are here in America um but like donuts from Slow Doco I'm like it's across town I can only have it this one time and I'm like oh my god I can literally get the donut literally whenever I want I don't have to have it right now if I don't want to have it right now but like I'm not great at that to be honest like my family came in town and I had like a half a donut I'm like that felt like shit I don't know why I did that when I could literally my, my family visiting I'm not visiting I live here I can have donuts whenever I want why I love that across the town for us is it's 1.3 miles yes. away. Yes. Like <laughs> across the town for us. Yeah, yeah. It feels so, so far. Great. I have to like get in my car to go. Oh my God. I feel yeah. so far. So it feels like a very special treat even when I don't want to have it. Totally. But um, I think that specifically like just gearing it back towards like business owners and like busy people um, that it was, it's so important to like remember that. I think about I think about everything with self care is like I'm not just doing this for me I'm doing this for my clients I'm doing this for my friends I'm doing this for my family and the way that I eat I remember for Christmas one year my grandma makes these amazing grandma cookies every like holiday mm-hmm. and for Christmas she makes literally like 30 bags of cookies and she puts them in the freezer she makes them like all month long that is awesome it's amazing oh my god and this is one of those times where I was like I'm here in Washington with my family I'm never gonna have grandma cookies ever again I don't know why I felt that way and I was like I want all of them and I couldn't like gluten makes me 
I'm, I don't have celiac and Simi does, um, but it makes me super, super tired. And so I literally like for the rest of like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever, I was literally in bed. Like I was wiped out and like everybody was like really understanding, but I was like, that's super lame. Totally. Like I didn't take care of myself and like this is how it, like what happened was that I couldn't like be there with my family. So I think about that a lot with like what I'm eating. I'm like, okay, if I choose to have something that's going to make me tired, I'm not going to be able to show up fully for my clients later. And that's like not fair to them. Um, and so I'm like really pay attention to the way the, what I'm doing to myself in any way, but especially with eating is like giving me energy to do the things I'm doing in my life. Like, and who am I doing this favor for? Um, and for literally everybody in my life. But if you're a student, you're thinking about like, you can't show up fully for your classes. Like that's not fair to like you, your education, et cetera. And like you, I literally, I would not be able to, like, I literally couldn't. I even remember like fasting. I have no idea why we were fasting as freshmen, but we fasted our first quarter. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pay attention at all because I was starving. I was so totally. hungry. It was literally only one day, but I was like, I'm going to die. I was like, I couldn't even concentrate. I was like looking around and I was like, oh my God, I just want to like eat food so bad. And thinking about that in like in what you eat affects your like mentality in all kinds of ways. And you really need to be like making sure that foundation is like on point for yourself. So totally. And I think, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even like how you were saying like what you eat affects your mentality. I was even thinking like our mentality affects our mentality. Like I think mm-hmm. for me, I was when I was like trying to follow like every single rule or be when I was like being really restrictive, it was like I couldn't show up fully for anything or anyone in my life because I was so distracted mm-hmm. that like living in that way rather than like being more connected with myself and more present it kept me from experiencing like every single situation in my life fully. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm think like work, I was distracted at work. Like I, there were times where when I was in law school, I would skip classes if I hadn't had a chance to get my like extra long workout in that day because it was so um, like disturbing to me mm-hmm. and so upsetting to me to not have checked certain boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, around like diet and exercise that I would miss anything else in my life Mm. to get those boxes checked. It was like nothing else was as important as that. And I think for so many people, like a lot of us think that we come to diets or exercise, like because we want to lose weight. But the truth is that I think for many, many people, and I know this was true for me, that the desire is deeper than that. It's Mm. like, okay, the reason why I feel like I need to lose weight or need to look a certain way is because I believe that that's what's going to make me like lovable or make me acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like we have this drive of not being enough. I-, I did that was like pushing me and pushing me. And so because it's like so scary to not be enough or to not be lovable, it's like I heightened that above everything else in my life. And so like I think now, like if I was still back there, I could never be doing the work that I'm doing now with women are in finally free. Like I could never be a, a business owner right now because I wouldn't be able to show up with even like yeah. half as much your intention as I do now. Totally. And so I love that you, I love that you brought up like how it affects your mentality and how mm-hmm. like it is such a privilege to get to show up for people in our lives mm-hmm. and in our business. And yeah. like we really are so blessed to get to do that. And yeah, like I just feel like being distracted by like all the restriction like really can hold us back in our businesses and like Paige was saying intuitive eating is something you can take everywhere like you can check in with yourself you can be so present with yourself and because of that you can be so much more present for your clients mm-hmm. and in 
spaces and whatever that looks like. And I just think then like the work flows more naturally and organically, like the creativity flows more. And even when challenges pop up, it's like, okay, I'm here. Like I'm present. I'm going to work through this, like figure this out. And I have confidence in who I am and like my enoughness. And so I, yeah, I, I love that you brought up that mentality thing because it's true. Like there have been so many times where I've been distracted from like the really good stuff that held me back so much yeah mm-hmm. I, I love the word enoughness by the way mm-hmm. I want to like write that word down <laughs> and I think that, that is, I don't know it's a real it's word a good, but it's a good word I really like it, it yeah it's a very good noun I feel like it should be added yeah. as a word um and I feel like at least for me that that's like food equaling energy is like where like nutrition and intuitive eating is important to me because oh. I didn't struggle with like dieting or over exercising or those kind of things but like so that's not the path that took me to like realize that this was important it was like I I'm realizing, so like backstory, I lived in France and I ate bread and cheese the whole time, all year long. It was great. I gained 15 pounds, but whatever. And I came back and I was working one-on-one. I used to be a learning therapist and I love, love, love that job. So I was working one-on-one with kids who have like autism or who have it's all kinds of things literally like narcoleptic style fall asleep in the middle of like working with students and I'm like this sucks like this isn't fair to my student who is like paying this money for me to be here also it's not even my business it's my job so like I could get fired because I'm just falling asleep in the middle of the day I'd have to like run down to like the Kmart underneath our our, um whatever space and like literally get a five-hour energy because I was wiped in the middle of my day and that's when I was like okay I can't do this because I don't have energy it wasn't like I I I, gain, I say I gained 15 pounds with that like wasn't an even an issue um it was that like oh my god I can't even like live my life like I'm falling asleep this is dangerous this is not acceptable and if I would have I'm so glad that I didn't have my business yet at that point because if I was doing that to my clients like it's it's diff- it's scary when it's a job and you could get fired. It's different when it's like I might not be able to even run my business. Like I literally can't be here. So like food equaling energy is something for me that's really really clear because that's how it affects me. Like it's not even it's not a digestion thing, it's not a weight gain thing. It's like that I don't have energy to like do be showing up for people. Um and so like that's what, and I think well, not I think, for sure with everybody, that's something to pay attention to is like what kind of energy your food is giving you. And for business owners, like you have to have energy to show up because nobody's making you show up and you have to do that. And so like on like the don't be distracted by food and like intuitive eating being beneficial in that way, but being like you need to be having like a more nutritious side, like having energy from it and even tying those two together, like using your mental energy on trying to figure out what the hell that is, is also very stressful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where I've, I've read... I'm on Danielle Laporte's mailing list, and I just got on it. But um, she has, like, those hashtag truth bomb things. Are you in her mailing list for that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, like, love – I I will say I'm not the biggest fan of hers and everything. So when I find things of hers that I love, I'm thrilled about it because I'm, like, I really want to be on the Danielle Laporte train. And so I'm so thrilled that I'm on her, like, truth bomb train. And one of them was, like, discipline can be liberating. And I really, really, really resonated with that with keto because it was just very clear for me that this made me feel good and that, like, I don't necessarily trust myself to know. And this is where I'm, like, I haven't dove in – Doven? It works. Doven. Enoughness. Mm-hmm. Doven. Enoughness. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> Doven into intuitive eating enough to be able to trust myself with the like, does it still sound good to me? Will it feel good to me? Because I'm like, cookies always sound good to me and they don't always feel good to me. And so keto was so nice for me to not even have to think about it and know like the decisions I'm making make me feel good. Like that is mm-hmm. so, so nice for me. And so what kind of like 
really I want to get into like some tips for business owners to literally be like, okay, I'm going to implement these things like when I get home and when I get to the office. So like what kind of things can you like share with people about like not just restrictions, which was a poor segue, but just wanted to mention that, but with anything with intuitive Mm -hmm. eating that can help people feel like they can focus more on other things besides food. I have several things to say. Oh, so Um, fun. First, um, totally just lost my train of thought. I also said so many words in there without No, 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 that's great. So I'm just going to say things as they come to my mind. And then you guys make sure that we're sharing specific tips. Um, The first thing is as you were sharing all of those stories, like Mm -hmm. being at Christmas and ending up in bed falling asleep. Yes. Or teaching and falling asleep. Or wanting to show up now like present to your business and have energy to feel good. Mm -hmm. That is like the basis of intuitive eating and like the why for or a huge why of why we want to eat intuitively Mm -hmm. is so that we can feel good yes like we believe that each of us deserves to feel good and like show up fully to our lives so for everyone listening like thinking about how do I want to show up to my life Mm -hmm. how do I want to feel when I go to work today how Mm -hmm. do I want to feel when I hop on the phone with a client that is a way that you pay attention to how you feel when you walk into Starbucks yes. and you're looking at the food thinking, I have no restrictions. Right. Like, what do I want? It's not just what would taste good. Because yeah. that's only like one small piece of it. Right. It's how do I want to feel today and what allows me what allows me to live the life that I want that to I live, live if like food is equaling energy for me yes. right now. And it and that also like it changes, I feel like. Like when John and I travel, we're like, I'm gonna eat whatever I want because that's not like that's what we're trying to do at that time. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we're trying to experience the food and we're trying to do that kind of things. Exactly. That's the life we want to live when we're traveling. Um but when I'm home, that's not the like the life I want to be living. Like I don't need to be like decadent eating when I'm home. Mm-hmm. I just want to be having like enough energy to do my stuff. Um, so you're totally right about that. Yeah, That's so a good thinking about that. And then um, also, like, just knowing that every situation is different. Like, mm-hmm. Simi was talking about, like, sometimes you go to a birthday party and, like, part of enjoying that experience is sitting next to your best friend and, like, having some of the cake that mm-hmm. she's having. Mm-hmm. Other times, like yesterday, um, my family got together and everyone was passing cookies around. And I was thinking, I really don't want a cookie. But then I also had the thought, but every single person here is eating one. Should I eat one? (laughs) And then it's like checking in with yourself Mm -hmm. just really quickly. Like, would having a cookie, like, make me have more fun right now? And it's like, no. It's meaningless to me. Also, we have to remember that other people, like, aren't paying as much attention to what you're eating as you are. I'm just telling that all the time. Yeah. So, um, like, small reality checks like that, Mm -hmm. I think, can help us to feel more calm around food. Which is another huge thing that we teach in Finally Free. Like, feeling calm around food. Yes. Um... And um, off that, like feeling calm around food, the other tip that I have um, is the way that you were talking about your mentality, mm-hmm. like thinking like, oh, like this isn't this isn't like such a big deal right now. Like I want to um, like with the cookies at Christmas mm-hmm. next time you go, it's like, no, I just like want to show up to my family. These will be here yes. anytime. Yes. Like anything that we can tell ourselves to like mentally calm down mm-hmm. about the food can mm-hmm. help us to in the moment yeah make decisions that feel good totally i have an example um yesterday at christmas uh not a, yesterday was not christmas <laughs> don't listen to anything i'm saying we're actually recording this in december yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um yesterday when my family was together um, as the cookies were being passed mm-hmm. around, one of my cousins, I just noticed her going like, Ooh, willpower, willpower, willpower. <laughs> and like passing the cookies to the side. And I could tell in that moment, she was like, I think I want those cookies so bad. And yeah. I'm going to do everything I can to not have them because I want to like feel good and eat good. Yes. 
her little girl came over and sat on her lap later and, later and gave her a bite of it. And she was like, Ugh! like almost like spit it out. Like, this isn't even good. So it's funny to me. And when I say funny, I more mean interesting. Interesting, uh-huh. <laughs> um, that sometimes we're like, oh, I have to have so much willpower to not have that thing because it's not going to make me feel good. Yeah. But then when we taste it, we realize that we don't actually We even don't like even it. like it or so want it. So that's the other piece of feeling <laughs> calm around food is like recognizing what you do and don't like. Mm-hmm. Noticing that like we make food such a bigger deal. We build it up so much yeah. in our minds and we can like calm, calm it down, down from so it. Yes. much and yes. think more neutral about it. Something that's been easy for me with that is that like I don't really – this sounds like – and everybody's like rolling their eyes like it must be lucky for you, but <laughs> I really don't like bread that much. Right. Like I don't like sandwiches. And so it's like very easy for me. I know. Paige is like whatever. <laughs> no, like, how, how, how is this friendship working with Paige the sandwich lover? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Not sandwich Just lover. give me sandwiches all day, every day. Yeah, That's the only thing it. I want to eat. Love it. I am like – like 100% live without I haven't had a sandwich and like besides a grilled cheese I will like totally indulge in a grilled cheese I'll make but thank you I would love that <laughs> um but sandwiches for me I'm like that's so not worth it for me for like whatever gluten is in there for like no thank right. you I'd rather reserve that for totally. like other things so that makes it so easy to pay attention to and I think about this a lot also with drinking because I don't drink and I feel like I'm a very intuitive drinker that's what yes. I am. That's exactly what it is. You are. Because I, I like, definitely call myself a non-drinker, but, like, the other day, we had to wait. We went to the range. Did I this? We went to the range on Friday mm. with, like, some of John's best friends. Simi, if you come here, we're going to the range. Oh, it's, it's so good, Simi. Literally oh, my the God. best food you've ever had. It's, it's like, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. It's, like, <laughs> really local meat. Like, they have, like, I feel like they probably name, like, we probably know, like, the bison's name. Like, everything is so, so local and amazing. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, like Betty the Bison, <laughs> um, which is slightly disturbing slash slightly great. Um, and so we went there, and uh, John's friends Brett and Ellie took us out to dinner on Friday. And we had to wait forever. They're very, very popular. Don't take reservations, cash only. They're very fancy. And um, so they brought us out glasses of champagne. And um, I was John doesn't drink at all, and his friend, his guy friend doesn't drink. And I want Ellie to be the only one with champagne. I was like, whatever, I'll have a glass. That's totally fine. Don't drink at all. And like, I was like, that's, but that's okay for me. Like, I know that I'm not going to be like, now I'm a total lick. I'm going to have champagne every damn day. Like, it's totally fine. And also realizing I don't even like it. Like, right. I don't like beer. So, like, it's fine that I don't drink because I don't even freaking like it. Right. Um, but that's, I feel like, the most like intuitive thing that I've got down is like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so fine for me to like not drink when other people are drinking, to not eat cookies. When people are eating cookies, like it's so nice for me, and I would love to like have that mentality for like everything because I feel like it's been so beneficial. Because I couldn't show up for my life, my clients, my whatever, if I was mm. one drunk, two hungover. So like, not beneficial for me in any way. So I feel like that's how you can like that is t- a food technically. So like that's how you can feel about like literally anything that you're consuming. Mm. Yes, totally. And even when when you guys were talking about like the cookie tray getting passed around, like taking the bite and then realizing like that you, you know, that your cousin didn't like it, but mm-hmm. that she was like practicing that willpower. I know there was a time for me, like if I had been like, okay, I'm using my willpower. I'm not eating that cookie. If like even one bite of the cookie had like gone into my mouth, I would have been like, well, mm-hmm. I ate cookies today. This whole day is ruined. Now <laughs> yes. I'm just going to eat all this whole tray of cookies. Yes. Good to me. Yes. And, like I, before I found intuitive eating, I spent so much energy trying not to eat certain foods and then basically like binging on foods that I didn't even <laughs> like just because of like some weird rules that I was yes, following. Totally. Yes. 
crazy. It's like I didn't have permission to listen to even like what I like. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the ways that mentality was like created in so many of us is like the cheat day mentality. Yeah, Like you can diet and then you have a cheat day. It's basically saying like – Eat really like strict and boring for as many days as you can, mm-hmm. and then eat and then like one everything that's like quote unquote bad for totally. you in one day. So there's no like, what like actual like dessert would you like to have that would uh-huh. taste good? It's just like everything that we you consider bad in sight. Like we have to get that. And in it's in like a full day. day. It's like okay, if it start if I started my cheat day, I started my cheat day, and now this is the whole damn day. Totally. And then, we might not even like like ninety five percent of what yes. we're eating. Yes, <laughs> I feel like the meme or whatever that I've seen the best about this is like that's like saying like if I drop my phone, I might as well just chuck it across the room. You know, it's totally. just like that. Like it's like it's like if you started at all, you might as well just go all the way effing downhill. And that's so difficult not to do. It's so difficult to give yourself permission. Like you can have a little bit and like that's kind of that's kind of okay to do with the dropping your phone I'm thinking like if we relate this back to intuitive eating it's like if you dropped your phone like you're bummed and like it doesn't feel good but mm-hmm. then you throw it then you're like <laughs> making yourself feel so much worse worse and there's literally no purpose to it it's just that like whatever is going on in your mind is making you believe that like that is what you should do now yes and yes so like when we look at it that way, it's like, yeah, that really doesn't make sense. So if I can calm my mind down enough mm-hmm. to, like, get myself to this neutral place of seeing, like, oh, like, when I feel a little bit bad, like, what I'm doing is making myself feel so much yes. worse. Like, why am I doing that? Why There's am really, I doing that? Like, I actually don't have to do that. Right, right. Yeah. You don't, like, need to go down, like, the feeling bad train. Like, exactly. you can just, like, hop off. Like, exactly. you just, like, can adjust course from there. Mm. Um. So, like, so – Back to the busy business owner person. Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, super early in the morning, like, have five minutes to go, want to go to Starbucks. Like, like walk me through what that would look like intuitive eating-wise, quite specifically. Go ahead, Simi. Sure. Um, if, so, if it's something where you're eating out, I feel like you could walk into Starbucks and, well, maybe even before you walked in, maybe mm-hmm. on the car ride on the way to Starbucks, mm-hmm. thinking about, like, okay, how do I want to feel this morning? Like, what do I have on my on my schedule this mm-hmm. morning? Um, you know, do I have client meetings, writing, whatever it might be? How do I want to feel when I'm doing that? Like Mm -hmm. for me, something that comes up a lot is I want to feel really present and Mm -hmm. connected and alert. And so it's like, okay, then I walk into Starbucks and I'm like, I want to feel present and connected and alert. Like what here might help Mm -hmm. me do that? And I would think definitely I'm going to get coffee, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, um, I can have coffee but maybe not a venti coffee or I'll mm. be past alert and into mm-hmm. super shaky and feeling Tuts. crazy. Yeah. So like, those are the questions that I would ask myself. I would say like, how, like, do I want hot or cold? Okay. Mm-hmm. I would rather have something cold. That would feel good. Coffee would feel good. Um, maybe a grande, not a venti. Like mm-hmm. that would be, that would be like a positive, like a positive choice for me and would help me feel the way that the way that I want to feel. Also, maybe I'm getting a water to mm-hmm. help feel hydrated, which would give me more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, in terms of food, like I, I would maybe get, you know, an oatmeal with mm-hmm. some of the nuts on top because I know that when I have like fat and carbohydrates in the morning, that really helps me um, to feel super like satisfied, present. Totally. Mm-hmm. Have you tried the gluten-free thing there yet? I haven't, and I literally just saw it the other day, and I was uh, like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait to come uh, in here and eat no. a sandwich. Yeah. It's very it's new. Fantastic. I haven't had it yet, but it's really new because they came out with those egg bites, and I was, like, mm-hmm. really surprised they didn't call them, like, gluten-free. And I uh-huh. think because it has so many effing chemicals in it that they, like, literally can't call it, like, anything. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, doesn't have a crust around it. Um, but they came out with those, and then, like, 
back-to-back came out with a gluten-free sandwich. And I'm like, good for Starbucks because it's been, like, making me so yeah. picky that, like, they don't have any, like, gluten-free, like, things. Because I, I may be the only person on the planet, but I freaking love, like, everything behind the, like, the thing. <laughs> I, like, love the apple fritters. I love the banana bread. Right. I love all that. But it, like, but it's so good, but it makes me feel like crap. But, mm-hmm. like, there could be a way where I would walk into Starbucks and would be, like, I want to feel, like, connected or, like, whatever that would, would lead me to want to have the apple fritter, which is mm-hmm. fine. And so it's not, like, check in with yourself and then you will restrict yourself and feel good about it. It's like totally. there, there are times. I love that distinction. <laughs> yes, there are times when, like, you might be like, I have three back-to-back meetings. I need that venti. And, like, that's what I'm going to have now. So, like, that continuously changes. So it's not, like, a way to convince yourself to not be – like to, right. to, to have the things that you would want. And I think it's like constant, it's constant like experimentation. Like the only reason why I know that like a venti iced coffee would make me jittery is because I've ordered it mm-hmm. and, ha- totally. and I know feel, you know? Yes, yes. So like, how am I going to know if I don't try? If you don't like, try. Exactly. like everyone to go out and like drink a venti iced coffee, mm-hmm. like, you know, but it's like, I've definitely tried things and been like, Ooh, that didn't, that didn't work for me or right. that you know, isn't, isn't like the most positive choice. Like I'll try something different next time. But I also think that by checking in with yourself, like throughout the day, I mean, most of us know pretty consistently how we want to feel Mm -hmm. in our day to day lives. Like whether it's, you know, a work day or like if you, you know, maybe you have a day where you're like editing photos and a day where you're shooting. Yeah. Like you totally want to shoot way different day Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. And so I think like like sort of reviewing that over the over the week and saying okay on the weekend what can I prep and what can I have Mm -hmm. ready for myself for the week ahead that is gonna be delicious Mm -hmm. is to facilitate me in feeling the way that I need to feel for the week ahead and then doing some prep time ahead like an hour or so on the weekend I know for me that's like an essential piece of my like of my puzzle yeah with having like a full schedule if I don't have certain things if I don't have certain things prepped my week is a little bit harder yeah so I think people for like busy busy business owners um it is really helpful to check in with yourself throughout the week and say like what would have felt really awesome to have like this last week yep yes and use that information that like experimenting yeah. to build up like your prep routine on the weekend mm-hmm. so that you're like, Oh, you know what I would love to have in the morning? I would, I would love to have, um, smoothies. So I'm going to yes. prep bags like on the weekend so that that's really easy for my, right. my it's morning. It's such time. a great backward way to look at it instead of being like, what do I like? I feel like I have to eat next week. Being like, what would I really like to have last week? And this mm. is the thing that's coming for me recently is tuna. I love canned tuna. Hate fish. Love canned tuna. Oh, me too. Ugh, the best. And it's so easy for me to like run home and make canned tuna in like five minutes. It's so simple. Um, I feel like prepping tuna. Might, that sounds quite terrible, actually. But <laughs> just being able to do it quickly yeah. um, is so nice and easy. So that's like something that I'm like, okay, like I need to make sure when I go this week that I will go get more tuna because then I'll have it better for me next week. Um, and just like have those things in mind it's a great way to think about meal prepping instead of being like how can I predict what I'm gonna like this week would be like yeah. what did I want to have last week but I think it's so totally. so great yeah and asking like when you eat something saying like was that satisfying if it wasn't what would have make it made it more satisfying yes. I know for me I have to have something like crunchy with a meal or I don't mm-hmm. feel totally satisfied mm-hmm. so if I have a meal and I'm like okay next time I make this I'm gonna make sure like if I made chili I'd be like awesome I love chili chili makes me feel really good but if I don't have, like, a few, like, crackers or chips or something on top, yeah. I don't feel completely satisfied. Done. So I totally. Next time I make chili, I'm going to make sure 
that I have like some crackers or something or toast to go with it yes. so that can feel nourished but also like satisfied. Satisfied. I'm so mm-hmm. like that with sweet. So like I love having mm-hmm. like look I say LaCroix, LaCroix, the half or the whole. I have no idea what they're called. <laughs> um, and then I put stevia in them so it feels like a soda. And I'll mm-hmm. have that like at the end of like every meal because then that feels like something sweet to me and I really, really like that a lot. I love that which so is much too. So nice. So I know that we don't have time to talk about all of the things we want to, but I know there's so many ways for like my listeners to get in touch with you guys. And I also think that there's going to be like some I'd love to give my listeners, people on my email list, et cetera, more like very specific tips. And I think mm-hmm. that there's a way for us to do that um, about like how it feels to do intuitive eating as someone who is very busy. Yes. Well, if you guys are interested in joining our finally free community, like mm-hmm. we said, our goal is to help women find more joy, freedom and ease with food and in their lives. Mm-hmm. You can check out finallyfreeprogram.com to see all of the details about our program. Um, we also just released a free three-part intuitive eating video mm. series. So we talk about how to go to the beach without comparing yourself Love to that. everyone else on the beach. Mm-hmm. How to go out for Italian food and not eat the entire bread basket. <laughs> <laughs> and how to eat intuitively for more than three days. And you can sign up for those free videos at finallyfreegirltalk.com. And all those links will be in the show notes and in the email that you guys can send yes. out. Yes. And then we also love hanging out with our girls on Instagram mm-hmm. at finallyfreeprogram. And inside of our private Facebook community um, which is a members-only community, mm. but an awesome place to hang out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Girls always showing up there talking about um, good experiences that they've had through the week, breakthroughs, sharing videos that are encouraging with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, you can learn more about that at finallyfreeprogram.com. And you guys can definitely check them out individually because I feel like both of your guys' blogs are so helpful, like really, really, really helpful. And I think about people, like I feel like this is either me being naive or it's just the truth. Like I don't super struggle with it as much as other people do. Mm -hmm. And so for people who do, I'm like, damn, that must be incredibly life-changing and helpful just to have this. So I'll definitely put a link um, to their blogs and show notes as well. But if you guys just want to check it out right now, I've done a survey and people are like, oh, you have show notes? I'm like, yes, I have show notes. (laughs) Spend a lot of time on those show notes. Um, You guys can go to healthyhitsaspot.com. And Simi, what is your website? SimiBotich.com. And that's S-I-M-I-B-O-T-I-C.com? Yep. Yes. And I would definitely recommend you guys go check their stuff out as well. Um, There's so many awesome resources out there for you guys. So if it's something you feel like you're struggling with, I really, really recommend you look at that. And if it's something that you're like, hey, I just realized I don't have as much energy in my day or I am kind of thinking about food a lot, maybe paying attention to the fact that maybe this is something you struggle with and that it doesn't have to be that way Mm -hmm. Um, and that you guys really can improve on those things. And, like, what an awesome opportunity to be able to do that and to be able to provide more for, like, your family, for your clients, for whatever that it is in your life. You are able to step that up um so thank you guys so much for listening today thank you so much for being here <gasps> thank this you is Asia. so lovely thank you so much for having me i love starting the day with you guys yeah we I, I love podcasting in the morning that is like the best we need to do that all the time yes i love it so everyone needs to email asia and be like more of these please like <laughs> every day so she'll ask Cindy and i to come on the podcast <laughs> yes. every morning every day we'll just have one that would be legit i'd be so down for that i'd be so down anyway thank you guys so much for listening you guys can sign up to get show notes and all the goods at asiacosin.com slash podcast and i hope you're having a fabulous freaking day bye